0: Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome to the show. She is the founder of Ellie Talks Money. Yes, I'm looking forward to this. Ellie Talks Money. Let me welcome the one and only Ellie Diop. Hello. Hello. Thank Hi. you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I like people that talk money because, you know, we just had Ellie, Ellie, Ellie Valsh on. And, uh, you know, we're in this very precarious time. But these times, this is the time when you can get it. You understand? This is the time when billionaires are made. This is the time when folk who have been prepared, like if you've been listening to the show for eight years and I told you save your money, $10,000, $20,000. At this point, you just have $50,000 saved up. The market is crashing. You got a lot of sales out there. It's going to keep crashing. You, If you're a dividend investor like I am, I'm gobbling it up for the first time ever. I used a margin account, Ellie. I was like, oh, girl, yes. I was scared <laughs> and nervous, but I was able to get 50 shares of a stock that I couldn't buy before because I couldn't afford it. But yes. the market and then it shot back up. So I was like, I know. Yes. So it's this is the time.
1: time I always right now. I always say that wealth is for sale right now. During these moments, it is literally for sale. It is an opportunity. It's the best time to start a business. It's the best time to go after whatever you've been afraid to do before or couldn't afford to do before. Right now, there's so
0: much opportunity. So tell me about you. Um when when did you become this person that talks money?
1: Well, I feel like I've always been a person that talks money, but I just didn't have a lot of money. So I couldn't there was nothing for me to talk about. But, you know, I started my journey into finance um, with my first job after college. So I majored in political science and African-American studies. So I thought I was gonna go into politics, but that didn't happen. Um, And so my first job was actually in the financial services industry, working with business owners. Um, and their accounts. So that's where I got like really an intro to the whole world of finances and specifically business finances. And then after that, I got a job working at a startup, um, which was a financial services tech startup. And we were selling life insurance. And that's where I spent like the most of my work career. I ended up becoming director of sales there. And then I got laid off. And I remember, you know, this was just right before the pandemic started. Then I got divorced. Then I moved back home.
0: Wait, so As this is a toy. Wait, pause. You're just <laughs> running through this, Ellie. Laid um, off, pandemic, divorce. Yes,
1: divorce. This, and moved back home.
0: And home. then had yes. to move home. Not had to. Made a, an adult decision to, t- yes. to self-care. Because I think a lot of people, we were talking with Jasmine Guy about this. You know, there's no shame yeah. in putting yourself in a position to win. There's no, pr- there's the pride that some of y'all carry will take you to your grave, <laughs> for yeah, real. It'll take you down. It was
1: really the best decision for me. It was a hard decision, but I knew I needed to go back to square one. I wasn't gonna. I had four kids, you know, so I wasn't gonna four be four
0: children. To- Ellie. <laughs>
1: <sighs> okay. Yes, right. girl.
0: Yes. she she left out that was like the main that was like, I know, oh right? she had four <laughs> children walk us through the decision the the last the the the, the 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 last decision when you were like okay how hard was it wrought with yeah. tears like what, did you feel like a failure like walk us through the emotion when you were like mom and yeah. dad I'm coming home or
1: it was really challenging so the you know my ex the marriage that I was in was actually an abusive situation And so that was unfortunate, but I really, I gave birth to twins in 2019. Um, And so that took a lot out of me and, you know, things weren't changing between myself and him. And I just remember this moment, I was just fed up. I was like, there's no way I just brought two human lives into this world and I'm nursing them and I'm keeping them alive and, and I'm dealing with this with you, you know, so You know, there's there's a moment, I think, where we don't know what's coming, but God knows and our internal knows like it's time for you to change, you know, and it was in that moment I knew I wasn't going to be able to stay because we were living in Texas at the time I wasn't going to be able to stay there alone. I told my mom, I was like, I need $300. At that time, flights weren't as crazy as they are now. Right. I, I need to come home, you know? And I got on a flight, all four of my kids going through the airport by myself. Um, and it was so hard, you know? I had been married, I was successful, I was a homeowner. And so it was just felt like all those different identities were just crashing, they were just gone, you know? And now. I was the single mother and I was like, everyone's going to see me as a stereotype. I mean, I just went through all of it, all of it, all of it. And I really feel like in order for a new you to be built, what you know of yourself has to be destroyed truly. And now I can look back and see it as that. But in that moment, it was so hard because it felt like, What's going to happen next? So I started to apply to several jobs because I'm thinking, okay, I have this experience. I know a lot about finance business. I've been a director. This should be easy, right? Girl, 55 jobs. Did you say five, five, five
0: double 55. nickel? Okay. Yes. L- and l- let me pause there because first yeah. I just want to applaud you, Ellie. Um, Thank you. <sighs> Ellie Diop, um, Ellie talks money. People are paralyzed by fear, right? Yeah. And it's the fear of the unknown. But one thing is certain: is that you don't know a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a mountain of unknown. So it's there's, there's all of this stuff out there that you can't control. And I think for many of us, we feel like we have to control every area and aspect of our lives. But it's in that giving up, to your point, that the the blessings start coming when you give up the control you think you have which you do not have none of us you don't. we don't control don't any of this it.
1: you really don't and I, I think for me I remember at that time feeling like why is this happening you know what did I do like why 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 you know we ask ourselves why and it took time but through you know prayer and just sitting there crying a lot I realized you know things are not happening to us most of the time they're happening for us And when I started to shift my mindset and see it as, okay, instead of looking at why is this happening and feeling that sense of victim, let me look at it as, you know, what is this happening to me for? What's next? Right. Because a lot of the time when we go through these dark experiences, you know, we think that we've been buried. Right. And I remember I read this quote and it was the background on my phone for a long time. But when you're in a dark place and you think that you have been buried, perhaps you've just been planted and now, you know, it's time to bloom. And mm -hmm, so that, that really carried me through. And that was when I started to look at, all right, nobody's hiring me, 55 jobs have said no, but this is happening for me. This is not happening to me. So I said, let me take all this knowledge that I would normally give to this job and give it to people and use social media. Because it doesn't mean that I'm not valuable. It just means maybe my value is not supposed to go there. Maybe it's supposed to go somewhere else. And I just started to, I treated my social media. I treated my content. I treated, you know, my coaching like a job.
0: And here we are. It worked out. That is so powerful. At 50, at 40, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be honest. The 10th no might have put me on my ass, Ellie. I'd have been like, 10 oh people that told me, no, you got to 55. Like, you kept going. So there's something going. else in you. Because 10, I would have been like, you know what? you ain't, I, I, don't, I can't take this. It's, my ego can't not take t- this, oh, m- this yes. much rejection. Wow. What kept you going, though? Was it the four babies? Because, you know, at, at that point, you, you're working for something greater than yourself. You know, those children don't yes. deserve anything but I your it best. it was a combination. It was definitely the four
1: kids. And it was also like, you know, I didn't want my ex to see me where, where, where he left me. Like, I was like, if there's anything you're going to do, Ellie, you're going to make sure you are in a better position than you were that last day that y'all were living in that house together. And so that fueled me because I need, I also needed to see myself as a different person than who I saw myself as when I was going through that situation. So yes, it was feed these babies and it was stunt on your (laughs) ex.
0: All right. I love it. Um, Starting something, I always tell people, you know, we we are like the lottery right now is up to a billion dollars. And I know everybody's probably going to play. And I'm like, beat the lotto in your life. Right. Be the lotto in your life. However, the patience that it requires. Right. Because you talk about being buried. You got to wait for the roots, the little roots to come out. You gotta wait for the roots to take root and then something to shoot up and then the sun to hit it. And then, you know, that's not an overnight. It's not like, you know, what is those little shrimp things we used to get you put in water and it turns into something, some, some <laughs> shrimp. This is like the process of sowing and seeding and harvest. It, it is a cycle. It takes a minute. Most of us don't have the patience. We want that instant gratification because we've been conditioned to believe we're supposed to have everything now, information, mm-hmm. everything without the seasoning, without the the time. You don't want to pull something up before it's too. So at what point did you get encouraged that you were going to be okay?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I agree with everything you just said there. You know, we tend to lose out on a lot of opportunities because we think it's not going fast enough. And it don't work like that. You know, it's just sustainable success is not fast. And so I feel like for me, when I started to realize I might be on to something here and that God was making something happen. I remember I made my first $500 in my business and it was $500 in a day, which was like, what? you know, what? and that might not seem like a lot to, you know, anybody else, but I know that for me in that moment, That was after about two months, I think of, you know, really sowing the seeds and creating the content and offering free services. And my product at the time, the price point was $15. So for me to make $500 in one 24 hour period off a $15 product, I was like, oh wow, like I think I could really do this. And I just put my foot on the gas, you know, I felt like I don't have anything to lose. I only can gain in this situation. And while it might take time, it'll be worth it because I know I did it. I earned it. You know, I did it in my mama's house. You know, Mm. I really built something. So that was definitely a sign that I should keep this up.
0: And what is the thing? Because there's nothing new under the sun. You know, my first introductory to money was Napoleon Hill, of course. And that was just more like, life lessons around, you know, Mm. how you should move in the world and the, the the gold mine, you know, if he had just dug another foot, he would have hit gold. You know, it's like those lessons. Um, what was the entry point for you? And again, there's nothing new under the sun. And what do you teach people Mm -hmm. that's so groundbreaking? Ellie, Ellie Diop is here. Ellie talks money.
1: Yes. Um, I think that for me, I really recognized that, again, there were skills and knowledge that I had, and especially working in the startup environment, I was one, I was really the only woman of color, especially on the management side. And so that made me realize, you know, there's a lot of people that don't have access to the kind of conversations that are happening in this room. When we're talking about things like marketing, when we're talking about things like getting investments, when we're talking about things like getting business capital. I mean, our business at the time, the startup I worked for, it was able to scale quickly because they had so much funding. They had so many resources. And so I remember when I was constantly looking for new jobs, I just started to pay attention to and do a lot of market research on what challenges are small business owners particularly women small business owners and um african-american business owners facing right now and the biggest thing that kept coming up was a lack of funding a lack of capital and truly just a lack of strategy and how to go from one place to the next and i felt like i know about this you know i need to show entrepreneurs who look like me, different ways that they can structure and strategically scale their business so they can get funding, so they can get capital. And that's what I started out teaching people is, hey, if you have a business, here's how you can build your business credit. Here's how you can get approved for funding. Here is how you should write a grant proposal. Here's where to go look to get the money. And I know that that was so needed because You know, our businesses typically last only 18 to 24 months. And it's usually because we have a cash flow problem or a capital problem. And when you look at the data, you know, we might receive 4% in comparison to the 40 or 50% that our counterparts will get in terms of funding. And those numbers were just too large for me. You know, I felt like, well, we have to figure out a way to change this step by step. And I think because it also was at a time where there was the pandemic and there were a lot of people starting businesses, a lot of people trying to stay in business, that the timing of it was really divine and that people really got what they needed from learning how to properly structure their business entity. I mean, even just Mm. simple things like that, that, how to keep track of their receipts and et cetera.
0: I'm looking at our time and I'm, uh, I, I want you to come back. And let's you know check in more frequently. You have I we're going to share your link tree, which has all of your amazing. I mean, you have a, a Airbnb masterclass bundle uh, for the 2022 recession strategy. You got a seven figure starter pack. You got you got all of the accountability group, which I love. A master masterclass course and business credit so uh will you come back ellie let's let's i will come back okay ellie's don't yes, we yes. Got more to talk
1: about for sure yes,
0: yes we do i got a billion questions not really a couple more but you'll come back <laughs> ellie talks money y'all follow her on twitter we've also tweeted it out at sxm urban view thank you nice awesome. to meet you god bless nice you. you thank you all so much Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.